This is The Unholy Union. A podcast where you'll be subjected to highly offensive marital discourse. If you do not feel insulted during this week's episode, don't worry, we'll try harder next week. If you can relate to our ramblings, we want to be friends with you. If you believe that we take it too far or our mouths are too much for you, then with as much love and sincerity as we can muster, you can suck it. Welcome to The Unholy Union. (laughs) (laughs) Da-da-da-da! Uh, once again, a little delay. <laughs> I don't think that was delayed. Yeah, it was. I hit the button 10 seconds ago. Hello? Well, great. <laughs> you ready for this week? I guess. And all the craziness. I guess. I think we need to come up with like a motto what? about life is crazy. Move to Florida or something like that. I don't know. Why? Because every time we do one of these like weekly update, weekly headline type podcasts, it's always like, shit's crazy. Yeah, I know. But why would you want to move to the craziest state? (laughs) I don't think Florida is the craziest state. What do you think is the craziest state? I guess Florida's probably pretty okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, California is its own breed, so. Yeah, but like they're crazy in a different way, like crazy wild. Is Florida. Yeah, right? Crazy Wild is definitely Florida. Maybe Nevada, too, because of Las Vegas, like Crazy Wild. I don't know. Uh, okay. I think Florida's top, though. Speaking of Florida. So <laughs> you should have seen the face that she made right there. Oh, the FWC Fish and Wildlife Research will give you $50 per cobia caught. Per cobia? They're also doing it for lionfish, I think. Really? I don't know how much the, the tag is, though, for Well, for Cobia, they, it's like they want you to show that you caught it within 24 hours, and then you can keep the fillets? Yeah. I guess I, they just want to count? They might not be native or something. They might be messing up the uh, ecosystem, because that's what lionfish are doing. Lionfish are venomous, poisonous, right? I think the spines are, yes. Hmm. I think. But the issue is, is they are invasive, and they are taking over Florida waters. So they are... Dangerous. They're dangerous, but they're also destroying habitats for other fish that are Florida native. But FWC is allowing you to spearfish them and turn them in and you get paid. Plus, I think you are entered into some contest de- hmm. depending on how many fish you turn in. Interesting. Well, I didn't Florida know- has bounty hunting. Let's just <laughs> be fish. clear here. For fish. <laughs> Florida has bounty hunting. <laughs> <laughs> for fish, I think they're... They do it for pythons, too. Yeah, Burmese pythons and, and Everglades. I th- and I think there's also a system for iguana. There was a lady who, I forget what her real job was, but it was like some highfalutin, high-paying real job. She quit, moved to the Everglades, and now catches Burmese pythons. For for a living. For a living. That's crazy. Yeah, I think there's an iguana one, too. I don't know how much they pay for that, but they're invasive also, and they're impossible to get rid of you see them motherfuckers falling out of trees when it gets cold here and then they just wake back up and start running again <laughs> yeah it was what 75 here yesterday or yesterday it was yesterday it was yesterday anyways but after it rained it was like 75 i was like what is this place i know i thought we were in winter <laughs> it was so cold did you also see florida man most recently the most recent florida man headline no i don't think so he is trying to cross the atlantic in from a hamster wheel, right? <laughs> from the U.S. to the U.K. in a giant hamster wheel. <laughs> the Coast Guard arrested him 
for being essentially in the middle of the Atlantic, not middle, but off the coast of Georgia near an island. Coast Guard arrested him for being in a giant hamster wheel saying he's going to the UK. Why would they arrest him? Let him do his thing, man. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe they thought he was insane. He's in a giant hamster wheel. He probably is. Uh But leave him alone. Let him go. I thought that too. Like two, two. Well, I don't know. So for your own safety, maybe bring him in, right? No. But arrest, like for your own safety. See, that's a slippery slope that I don't want the government to make decisions on. For your own safety, we have to do this and this. Okay, but you're in a little. I mean, it was a giant hamster wheel. But food, water, where are your supplies? He He's probably, gonna die. He okay. That's his decision to take that risk. He probably had a backpack on with snacks. <laughs> yeah. I can't. But he thought it was a great idea that he was going to go out. And I say they gonna... let him go. Make... I wonder if he wanted to be like Guinness Book of World Records or whatever. So what they should do, the Coast Guard should arrest him and give him a GoPro with an internet connection so he can live stream this shit. Because I would like to watch. <laughs> to see if he does make it and if he hits storms and stuff. Well, and then he gets into international waters, and then what? Submarine's going to sink his ass. <laughs> Unidentified vessel. Alien. <laughs> Unidentified Alien. vessel. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, Identify yourself. If you haven't seen it, look it up. Like, the picture of this thing yeah. is hilarious. I saw it. The dude made that. Mm-hmm. Let him do it. I get. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Which What's he going to hurt other than himself? Other than himself, probably nothing. Okay. <laughs> well, then just how I feel about seatbelts. The government, uh, yeah, they're a good idea to wear them. They're proven to save you, but should they be telling you what to do? No. It's not going to hurt anybody else if I get in a car crash and I don't have a fucking seatbelt on. That should become like a projectile. Out well, of that would be and- kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> really dark there. Let's bring it back. Yeah. So all this Florida stuff, and now we have another hurricane heading this way. Yeah. In case you haven't heard. But it's not it's not like DEFCON three yet. It did make it so Hurricane Lee did make it up to a five. R- yes. But it's not anywhere near even Puerto Rico or any of the islands in the Atlantic. So it's staying away from everybody. Even It's not even supposed to hit Florida. It's supposed to veer out and go into the Atlantic Ocean and die. Yes. It's not a threat to anyone yet. Exactly. But these hurricanes have a mind of their own. We'll see what happens. And the news tends to sens- sensationalize things. And that's what's happening right now. Yep. And Margo's right behind it. Hurricane Margo's right behind it. We'll see what happens with that one as well. But if you are new to Florida or if you're worried about your family in Florida... Please watch Dennis Phillips from ABC. I think he's ABC News. I don't know. But Dennis Phillips. <laughs> I think the point his big point is never freak out until Rule number seven. Yeah. Don't freak don't out. Yeah. Don't panic. And just wait. Watch it. That's the beauty of hurricanes. We know it's out there. Stay vigilant. Don't be a dumbass and like turn a blind eye to it because don't eat all your hurricane snacks. Yeah, don't do that and get fluffy. Yeah, just Chill out until you really need to pack up and start moving. Yep. We made preparations a long time ago. We have freeze-dried food. We have water. We have methods to get water if the- Our water supply runs out. If our water supply runs out, fill up your bathtubs if you plan on hunkering down, things like things of that nature. 
The biggest thing, too, is don't stay around if you're in a storm surge zone. Right. That's the scariest stuff because you can't run from that. Yep. Dennis Phillips says that. I'm not. That's his phrase is you can't run from storm surge. Once it's there, it's over. Yep. You can hide from the wind, but you're supposed to run from storm surge when you run can. Run from the water. Yes. But so don't wait. If they say, hey. You need to go. You should probably evacuate. Now, that's another thing, though, too. That's the government telling you what to do. But once again, that's your decision. But I feel like it's definitely scary to live on the coast somewhere when a hurricane hits because that water rises quick and it rises like what we saw a sign at one of these boat ramps that said water was water rose up to here and it was like 30 feet high yep that whole place was underwater it was decimated yep so people that were there i hope they knew how to swim I don't think it matters at that point. No, because that's when it's surging like that. That's rushing water. It's not just pretty, woo, you know. <laughs> my ha- my town's a lake. No, it's like rapids. Right. With no. currents and Too much. pulling you everywhere. Yeah, we live obviously we've said it a million times. We lived in we live in the Tampa Bay area and we talked about it last week where t- the Tampa Bay has what four to six different estuaries rivers that pour into it. Mm-hmm. Forget what that tributaries. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, words. <laughs> but they do rise. Even the rivers rise. when They hurricanes. rise a lot. Mm-hmm. So in this area specifically, the rivers rising, the storm surge on the coast, it becomes a big deal. Yes. For us, where we live, we're more inland than all of that. We're actually where people evacuate to yep. in the Tampa Bay area. They end up closing schools and everything. They become the shelters. We're in a we're in a safe area. We are comfortable with where we are, but if we were ever advised to evacuate, we would. We're gonna follow those evacuation notices and stay safe. But where would you wanna go? I'm trying to think. Well, or, you'd go north, right? I guess it depends on where know. the storm's gonna hit. Exactly. If it's hitting us directly in the Tampa Bay area, where would you wanna go? Okay, if it's hitting us directly in the Tampa Bay area and the track says that it's going to either go north or go, what's that way, east? West. West, thank you. If it's, (laughs) shut up. I know my never eat soggy wheats. Okay. Okay, keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If it goes northwest, then I think we would go southeast, right? I have no idea. That's what's confusing about this because once hurricanes make landfall, they veer and it's like you just need to go, but just go somewhere. I don't know where. Just go. Plane, go to Missouri. (laughs) Yeah. Go go to the UK in a hamster wheel. (laughs) He was running from the hurricane. That's what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. He said he saw Lee and got scared. (laughs) Speaking of jumping on a plane, see, I've got my flow going here. Stick with me. Mm appreciate it thank you i can't okay so (laughs) the orlando airport we've been there a few times this past year not a big fan it's very dated yes and i am spoiled i will say i am spoiled by tampa bay air the tampa international airport Uh it is insanely efficient to go in we have a fucking badass flamingo that's (laughs) coming out of the ceiling Mm -hmm. i wonder what they named him i never heard oh flammy (laughs) <laughs> flammy flammy okay i don't know heard here we're calling it flammy flammy the flamingo you should have entered the contest they had a whole contest about it 
I didn't hear the results, but me neither. What was I saying? Oh, Green Orlando. Airport. Yeah, Tampa Bay or Tampa International Airport is insanely efficient. Dulles and it's is good. Brand new. It's so nice. Like they have everything set up to where you you're kind of shimmying along quickly. Mm-hmm. Dulles International in Virginia is also really good. Reagan's, eh, it's okay. It's no, all that's, right. That's what we flew into when we went into DC. In, yeah, into DC. Yeah, that wasn't nice. No, it's dated too. Real bad dated. Mm-hmm. But the Orlando airport is trying to get itself updated. Modernized. The, the, I believe it's the mayor of Orlando is spending multi-millions on an update project to the airport itself. And they're going to start giving out or allowing people to buy, get this, day passes to spend the day at the airport. Why the fuck would you want to do that? Well, back in the early days, back in the early days when flying became something that people could do, it was a luxury. It was, right? yeah, it was prestigious. You were high fluting if you were flying to your destination. Yeah. Everybody was like, wow. You got on an airplane? Yeah. <laughs> it was sort of meals and alcohol? Yeah, and they, like- look at airplane footage from back in the day and it's a totally different experience. Yep. So I think what the mentality is, is, people back then even used to go to airports and sit there and watch planes take off because it was a marvel, right? Yeah. To see planes flying. And there's restaurants and things there too. It's almost like in a mall experience, right. right? So I think that's the mentality of what he's trying to do because there are certain stores, specifically the Disney store that is in the Orlando airport that has experiences that you don't get anywhere outside of the airport. So what do you do? You sell passes for people to go in there. There is a floor-to-ceiling, two-story tall screen that changes the experience every time you look at it. Right now, I think it's Halloween-based. Okay. So it's something you want to go do, right? No. (laughs) Now they're selling day passes to the airport. (laughs) I know. I'm good. The only thing I think about when I think of airports is stress. Yeah, flying sucks. I don't mind flying. Yes, you do. The flying part is not... No, but sitting crammed in a freaking tube. Finding parking, getting into the airport, figuring out your terminal. Yeah, that's the other bad... Getting through security. That's the other really bad part about Orlando is every time we've flown out of Orlando, parking Parking. was a freaking nightmare. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I remember... Yeah, this last time. Where did we go? Virginia, right? No. Pennsylvania was the last one. Okay, Pennsylvania. We went to PA, and there was a person up there directing traffic. Okay, there's parking up here. You know, they were holding a sign up saying there's parking. We went up there, and there was no parking. (laughs) I was very mad at that person. I was like, I drove all the way up here because you said this. And we kept driving in circles Uh and circles Uh until we found somebody leaving. Yeah, that's the thing, too. It's kind of creepy because you're following people as they're carrying their suitcases to their car. And I'm like, this is weird. I wouldn't want people doing this to me. (laughs) I'm walking back to my car at night trying to find my car so I can leave. And there's this car riding real slow behind me. (laughs) It's creepy. Again, all those things, like all those parts of going to the airport and flying, it's really stressful. But would it be, would that mentality still be there if you go to the airport to spend the day for no reason? Yes, because that's the thing too. If he's selling day passes, where are these people parking? In In the parking spots that people that are actually flying are trying to park in. 
True. So you're messing with the people that are actually at the airport to do what you're supposed to do at an airport. Interesting. And fly. I didn't think about that because they don't have, well, maybe they will. I don't know. But currently, current state, they don't have a place to hold those kinds of people. They have the parking right at the airport. I forget what that's called. Premium parking or something like that. There's the parking for the hotel. And then there's all of these economy parking lots that are further away. You take a shuttle to get to the airport. Right. Where would they go? Where would the day pass people park? I don't. It sounds like a terrible idea. Maybe when they, maybe they only sell day passes when they're not peak flight. Yeah, peak or flight time, like holiday weekends or something like that. I don't know. It just sounds stupid to me. Like I said, we've been there. We've flown out of there twice, wasn't it? Or was it more? I think it's twice. Yeah, we've flown out of there twice, and both times it was a nightmare to park. Yes, that is true. However, it is the cheaper airport compared to Tampa and St. Pete slash Clearwater airport. But is it worth the stress of trying to find that damn parking spot? I'm telling you, that was that's the most stressful part right there because you're like, I don't know. That's more stressful than flying. I'm talking about the process. (laughs) I hate flying. I have a fear of flying. So, Mm -hmm. yes, of course, that's stressful. But I'm saying. Okay, so this is number two on your list. Okay. But that. That just delays you going through security. So you don't right. know if you're going to make it. And you don't know how long the line in security is. Yeah. It's crazy. I can't. It's, no. That's a fair point. I wonder what they'll do about the parking situation if they'll add to or not. How are they going to add to? It's to, They have to build new buildings and new garages for that. Maybe that's part of his expansion plan. Right. Is that So why is he doing this day pass thing? Is it to raise funds for the expansion? To no, I, I'm not sure when the day pass starts. I, I, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just wondering if it was like a ploy to get people just to go. And well, it's definitely a revenue driver for sure. Maybe you're gonna piss people off. They're gonna go from Orlando to Tampa or whatever other airport because they can't find a fucking parking spot. Seriously, that was the worst. <laughs> we, I remember we got there. We went to was it. I think, yeah, it was PA, and we it was on a July 4th weekend, so that's a problem. Don't get me wrong. But we left here on a Thursday. Thursday, yep. We left a few days earlier thinking we were going to be able to beat that rush. Nope. No. Didn't matter. <laughs> yep. It was interesting. Matter. They actually put out a recent list, and they are, who are they? I think my favorite part about Orlando Airport, though, is seeing all the people fly in and have their Mickey ears and stuff. It cracks me up. I'm like, I live here. (laughs) Yeah, they all had on their Disney stuff. Oh, yeah. So Forbes actually recently released the United States Best Employers list. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, actually, it's a study. They did it by state, and it included Florida in it. Oh, I would assume it would. Right. (laughs) The study used survey data. Data from Statista of 70,000 workers at companies across the country ranking different firms based on whether participants would recommend them to others. So I want to do Florida and I want you to give me what you or who, what or who you think would be the top three employers in Florida. Publix. Wrong. Okay, not employers, not by count of people, but by highly recommended Best employers in the state of Florida. Google. 
Google was number three. Um, Microsoft? Microsoft was number five. Damn. Uh, there's a bunch of Miami companies, too. These are national companies. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm saying that there's a bunch of like... Well, I'm trying to give you a hint for the top two. Tech products in national companies. What does that mean? These are companies that are nationwide. Oh, okay. But they employ in Florida, and people in Florida would recommend them. Walmart. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I don't see that. I don't... I wouldn't expect it to be on there. (laughs) So, number one yeah. was NASA. Okay. Floridians like working at NASA, apparently. I can see that. Yeah. Number two is Costco. Yeah, I've heard a lot about Costco being, like, top tier because their CEO, at least previously, their CEO was very employee-centric. I think he only took two hundred and fifty grand a year salary or something like that. It was something insanely low for a CEO of a company like that. Now that you said Publix, though, I don't even see them on the list for Florida. Which is weird. Right. Because that's like a cult down here. Exactly. If you say if you go to church in Florida and you say pub subs suck, they're going to kill you. That is sacrilegious. <laughs> yeah, they're going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, and, and you know what? I'm going to say this right now. They're not that good. They're good. They're just not. I don't understand the cult following. I don't either. Because in Virginia, we had Harris Teeter, and they did the same exact subs. Yeah, it was the exact same. There was a place in Virginia, too, that I wish we could find down here. It was called A Deli. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a mom and pop shop. I know, but it was a billion times better. Okay, well. And it was. It's a mom and pop shop. I just don't understand the the cult following of this stuff. They're okay. They're good. To me, they're good in a pinch. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to go there because I'm like, man, I I need need me a pub sub. That's like saying you need to go to Harris Teeter. Like, why? Exactly. It's a (laughs) fucking grocery store sub with boar's head meat. (laughs) Well, maybe it'll make our podcast more popular. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we want. Hate. Okay, so I told you one through three. You said number five, so I'm just going to tell you number four, was Sarasota Memorial Hospital. So there are specific ones to Florida. Yeah. So I'm really surprised you said Publix, and it's not. Oh, no, I lied. Publix is number 16. Yeah, but that seems really hot. I'm telling you, Publix is a cult down Uh here. Uh-huh. It's super weird. They talk about it all the time. When you go visit your family in the north and they don't have a Publix type means are always posted everywhere. I'm like, okay. It, I mean, don't get me wrong. The people who work there, I really enjoy. I do too. They are nice people. They seem happy. So I'm not, I don't mind the experience of Publix. But it's not something I'm... It's just a grocery store. Right. To me. It's literally just a grocery store. It's Harris Teeter. Yeah. With, I hate to say it, but they're expensive too. There's, I'd rather shop at all. They're middle tier. I don't know. Where you have like Whole Foods and Wegmans and those type at the very tip top. Yeah. And then you have Harris Teeter and Publix. And then you got like Giant and Winn Dixie and Giant Winn Dixie is where you buy your toilet paper because that place is shit. <laughs> I see what you did there. Okay. Although Winn Dixie just got bought out by Aldi, which I am very happy about. We did that for Florida. What I want to do is also do it for Virginia. Google. 
Hold on. <laughs> I know. I'm pretty sure Google I had this has. up, but I didn't. There we go. Okay. Top three for Virginia. Which one? What do you think they are? I said Google. Is Google up there? Because Google has a very, very, very big location, I think, in Reston. Okay. So top three, you said Google. Google. What number? I don't know. Top three. <laughs> Google's number one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I figured as much. Okay. What's what Microsoft? Microsoft is four. Wow. Uh, Microsoft, uh, Amazon. Amazon is not in the top list. Yeah, I didn't. I, I don't know why I would say that because they have very bad rap with employees and things. Microsoft, you said was you said Microsoft was four. Mm-hmm. So what's number three? You got Google number one, Apple number two, Microsoft number four, number three. Verizon. No, Navy Fed. Huh. Navy Federal Credit Union. I yeah. thought that was interesting. Yeah, that may, I mean, it makes sense. Their um, their big main base is there. And then guess what number five is? We were just talking about them. What? Wegmans. Was it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've got a buddy that works there. Yeah? He likes it. I don't know if he still works there. I haven't talked to him in a while because <laughs> he's still in Virginia, but... Because life. Because life and kids and all that. But yeah, I mean, I could see that, though. Wegmans is kind of like... It's a little cultish, too. For sure. Except it's more pumpkin spice moms and shit that go in there and buy everything. So You didn't think that was funny? (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm going to get hate over that, too. You didn't talk talk shit about my pumpkin spice. (laughs) So it says the for the entire U.S. list. The number of companies on each state's list varied by the size of its companies and workforce. Ultimately, a total of 1,392, 1,392 organizations made at least one state list with 269 ranking in multiple states. Nice. (laughs) Really? You said 69. Uh Uh-huh. So it's a huge list, though, and it goes across all 50 states. But does it do overall? No, and I'm trying to figure out how to get it to do overall, but I think I need a Forbes premium description, and I ain't paying for that shit. Premium what? Subscription? You said description, I I think. I said subscription. Okay, all right, I believe you, but it didn't sound like that. You just wait until you read the transcript. (laughs) Shit. Oh, my God. So, I also wanted to talk about, on a large country scale, over half of the country music sales that have happened for the past week or so, maybe a little bit further back, went to Oliver Anthony. Half? Yep. Wow. But he was not nominated for a single CMA. Yeah, you know why. Why is that? Because they don't, he's an outsider. He is anti-organizations like that because they're politicized too. Seriously, they are. They uh, just pulled down Jason Aldean's small town stuff, which is being political and being biased. Mm-hmm. Like it or not, Jason Aldean is a pretty popular country star. I personally don't like him, but they pulled down pulled down one of his songs, which is a joke, right? Uh, yeah. But we go back to our conversation that we had. They're last allowed. Week. They're allowed to. Yes. Don't get me wrong. They're allowed to, but that doesn't mean that we have to like it, right? And do you think Oliver Anthony gives a shit that he's not nominated for a CMA award piece of crap that is literally worthless because of what they've done to be 
become politicized. He keeps going online and saying that he's not doing this for the fame, right? He's not putting out music for really any particular person. He's doing it for his love of music. Yeah, and mental health. It helps him. Right. So he is putting this out for the love of it, not to get fame and recognition. But when you get half of the country music sales for a week or so. Yeah, he was making 40 grand a day. That's insane. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean. And I still have yet to see a bad review of him. If he is truly, I think he's trying to live off grid. Mm Mm-hmm. And if he's doing that, I hope he pays off all his stuff and he can really attain that lifestyle. Well, and keep producing music the way he wants to. That's what I mean. It's it's simple. It's a guitar with a mic attached to it and a microphone so he can sing. And they record it and they master it. And I don't know who may do that for him if he does it himself. It doesn't matter. It sounds great. There's obviously somebody with the camera, right? Yeah. Okay, could be his dog. <laughs> his dog is always laying in the grass. He has more than one. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I know. I do. I I do like how he has his dogs in the in his videos all the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. I'm not surprised. Is all I have to say about that. CMAs have turned into a pile of shite. Yeah, it definitely seems like they are trying to make country music so popular. Yeah. It- that you're taking away exactly. You're taking away from what makes it country music. Oliver Anthony is country music. Jason Aldean, in my opinion, is not country music. He it's is more. Not- I was leaning more towards like rock ish. He got. He's got kind of some songs that are kind of like heavier. You know what I mean? And he's Fallout Boy. I mean, he's pop. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It's strange, it, but that's what they're they're pushing is all that weird like Keith Urban. That's not country, man. Right. That dude, first off, he's British. (laughs) I don't know. It's just funny, though. They're just pushing all this not country music at the CMAs. Yeah. I guess to me, it's just crazy how much money Oliver Anthony is making. Good for him. How much he is compounding on his... Staying true to what he's been saying, right? Yes. Like, I'm not doing this for the money. I have had major concerns over this since he's kind of popped up in our feeds everywhere. I've, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, when is he going to switch? And I, the way he's going. I know. When is the offer? When is he going to get an offer that he can't refuse? Yeah. What okay. step is that? What was it? How much did they offer him? Eight million? Yeah. And he said no. I mean, <laughs> I know, but that's what I was saying at first. But now that time has gone by and he's continuing to kind of be in the spotlight and he's still not accepting this stuff. It's very impressive. Yep. <laughs> hey, would you turn down eight million bucks? Nope. Hey, right. Goodness gracious. But at the same time, you probably would. I mean, if you were making 40 G's a day, it's like, eh. Do I really want to be held to this guy? This guy's going to be my music boss. Tell me what to do and how to do it. You know, I'm going to lose creative freedom like I have right now. I'm fucking making music in my backyard. And I guess for him, the way he's living isn't bad. He's happy with what he's doing. He's happy with what he has. But people like me (laughs) who don't want to have debt anymore, I like... Yeah, but million dollars sounds great. But you wouldn't have debt. You're making forty million or forty thousand dollars a day. You'd pay off all your debt within one day. 
I guess. Seriously, he's making money. I would not pay off all of our debt in one day. I'm not talking about the mortgage. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, he's making a ton of money. It's not like he needs the eight million bucks to live good. Mm-hmm. 40000 a day is a shitload of money. Right. Okay. So he said no to you. I'm... I I think he's doing the right thing. Which is how much is that? One hundred twenty thousand a month. Forty, yeah. Well, no, it's more than that. Did I leave off a zero. Yeah, one point two million a month. Huh. That's a lot. Yeah. So that's more than eight million dollars. Although he would probably make more. Eight million dollars is probably like a signing bonus, I bet. Mm. And then he would make record whatever, sales. Record sales, and then do concerts. But maybe he doesn't want that life. I was thinking that. Mm-hmm. He's gonna, Were you thinking that? He was He was going to have people telling him where to go, what to do, how to smile, what to wear. Mm-hmm. You remove all your creative freedom. That's why I like podcasting. Right. Because no one can tell us what to say. They can't tell us that we have to love pub subs. and Exactly. Can't say that we don't like pumpkin spice. If we're found in a ditch somewhere tomorrow, it's because the pub sub cult is coming at <laughs> or us. Or the pumpkin spice cult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the pumpkin spice Karens. <laughs> <laughs> they might just come after us. I saw um, this meme about there was this girl, like a uh, blonde white chick up in a tree, and she was throwing up these random ass gang signs. It wasn't even really gang signs, but she was trying really hard. <laughs> She said, I just took a big hit of that pumpkin spice, dude. (laughs) I laughed so hard. I'm like, yep, here we go. Yep. It's that time of year. And honestly, like I, living in Virginia, I never got excited about holidays. Like I just, I mean, as a kid, obviously you do, but more as an adult, just the weather change, seasonal depression always got me down. All right, here we go. After Labor Day, everything's going to start dying and decaying. Yeah, it's going to be gray skies and gr- and cold. Yep, nothing looks green and vibrant anymore. Let's go rake up all the leaves over and over again in the yard. And they're moldy and mildew and gross. Just It wasn't ideal, although I have a friend who I'm currently working with right now who would argue me to death that it's beautiful and that she loves it and she can't believe that I didn't and... Yeah, but what is beautiful about that? There's a couple of days in there where the leaves are orange mm-hmm. and red and all that. Yes, that looks great. But then all them bitches fall to the ground. <laughs> and then uh-huh. get somebody got to pick them up. Yep. So now, though, living in Florida where we don't have those change of seasons and I don't fall into seasonal depression... It's, I'm more excited. Like, I want to decorate. I love, I like, I didn't really used to like Halloween because every year we'd have to go out there and it was frigid. Uh-huh. We'd go out there and it's like, holy crap. Have to wear sweaters. 30 and- degrees out and you worry about your kiddo that because they've got a costume on, you can't bundle them up because then they're not wearing a costume at that point. Mm-hmm. And you're walking around miserable because it's cold. Yep. Now, it's Florida. Yep. It's now- 75, 80 degrees out. And everybody's just chilling. Everybody's walking around. Half the freaking neighborhood has shot glasses out. So when the adults walk by, here, you want to take a shot? Okay, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I never got excited to decorate the house before. It was always like, oh, here we go. But right now, here it is, what, September, early September? I want to decorate. Well, you already put up Halloween stuff. 
we put up clings, window clings. Doesn't Calm matter. down. <laughs> it's not even October yet. It's window clings. It's not going to hurt anything. But I do want to go all out. I want to get all my fall. And it's my hurting me. Stuff. I want to pull it out. I want to put it up. I'm excited. No. I am. No. And I'm honestly, no, no. our kiddo and her friends were singing Christmas music <laughs> in yeah. her room a couple weeks ago. See, and I don't care about Christmas much. I don't, I'm not like dreading Christmas as right, much. Right, not stressed about the idea of snow and ice and the cold and having to drive in it. Yeah, I know. I hated that. I hated that so bad. We have a, uh, what do they do? Yeah, the green people. They do fertilizer or something. The green people? Yeah, it's like green green okay. machine or something. I don't remember what they're called, but they do fertilize, fertilization in your yard chemical treatments, all that stuff for your for your lawn to keep it green. Mm-hmm. They have a sign on their car that says free snow removal. Yeah. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's because it did don't snow here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was awesome. Yes. I agree. And seriously, I, I feel different now this being our, I guess technically our third round it will of be holidays. Our, yep. It will be our third winter here. Yep. Yep. <laughs> winter <laughs> I, th- there was a perfect graphic of this on the florida memes facebook page it was uh the seasons right mm-hmm. and they had seasons everywhere else which was like summertime which is the sun but it had big muscles fall was like a summer with real little muscles like all skinny and all that and winter was a cloud that was dark gray and looked kind of depressed right well florida was different stages of the sun except it was super swole during the summer and it was swole during the fall and then it got eh, it was still kind of swole in the uh winter and then spring you know all that i I was laughing my ass it was always sunny was the point why are you staring at me (laughs) i felt like it took a really long time to get to this point i know (laughs) that's because you're fucking drilling into my brain right now Good Lord, that killed me. <laughs> Are you done with your swole yeah, I'm story? Out. I'm out. I'm okay, done. Okay, I great, quit. Great. We got off track there, but let's bring it back to the idea of having all this money and not necessarily even wanting it. We, and when we talked about debt for a hot second there, we are working our way out of debt. Yes. We, when we moved to Florida, we didn't calculate i think all the costs that we thought we were going to have right out the gate it's super expensive to do a state to state move i I, there were a lot of things that we didn't account for because they occurred when we got here like they were unknowns to us in virginia because they hadn't happened so for us when we moved we did three pods so that was a heavy expense but we knew we were prepared for it we were going to stay in an airbnb we knew that cost We were prepared for it, but once we got here and we bought our house, we were doing some renovations, and those lasted longer than we thought. So that's more costs on the Airbnb. I wonder why that was. (laughs) That was more costs on the Airbnb. Then there was more costs related to storing the pods, and there was just a lot of unknowns that happened. So we did end up with more debt than we thought we were going to have, in the move down here. Yeah, our expenses shot up for the first six to eight months of living here. 
Paying for an Airbnb, I, if looking back on it, I wish we would have just stayed at an extended stay hotel. Yeah. It would have been cheaper. Maybe. It would have been cheaper because everything was rolled into that that fee. Airbnbs are outrageous. Right. They are ridiculously expensive. It's like you go on Airbnb right now and you find, oh, look at that. It's only 50 bucks a night. It's 50 bucks a night plus a $300 cleaning fee plus a $75 administrative fee. Plus, do you want digital key fee? Plus, uh, do, do you want lawn, laundry service fee? Okay. <laughs> no, but that's how it is now. They have made Airbnb. Airbnbs used to be awesome. Why stay in a hotel when I can get me a cheap Airbnb? Bob and Nancy over here, they just want to sell a room to right. rent out a room, and it's cheaper. Yep. So with all of that, we occurred more, we incurred? Occurred. Incurred. Uh, incurred? Yeah, right? It's not occurred. Accrued? <laughs> Accrued probably is valid. Okay. We gathered, had more expenses. <laughs> oh, my. Huh. And you're making fun of me. Uh, at least I was talking about swole sun for 20 minutes. It's cool. <laughs> the sun is swole. I had more costs than we originally thought, and it did put us in a little bit of a hole. If you never heard of Dave Ramsey... I just want to take 10 seconds and explain who he is, what he is, what he told us, not specifically us, but tells people He came over and talked to us directly. That would be nice. (laughs) However, he is a financial individual. He has his own podcast. He has books. He explains to people a way to get out of debt. And all of the steps include essentially a snowball effect. So what you're supposed to do first is you're supposed to have a $1,000 emergency fund stored away in savings. Once you have that, and you're supposed to collect that as quickly as possible, put it away, don't touch it. He even recommends putting it into cash and hiding it somewhere in your house. It's harder to spend that way. That's step one. Step two is to take your smallest total debt. Say you have $1,000, $5,000, $10,000. Those are your three things of debt. You're supposed to tackle the first one, The smallest one. The smallest one with as much money as you can spare month to month. Instead of doing just the minimum monthly payment, you attack it. You hit it with all all you can while still making monthly payments on your $5,000 and $10,000. And turn off. like He recommends if you have debt, you should be turning off your 401k stuff too, doesn't he? Yes. He says you can't afford to save if you got debt. Yep. Scorched earth is his method. Exactly. Essentially. You are putting everything, every single cent you have into a resolving your debt. Mm-hmm. So you attack the first one. Once that first one's paid off, everything that you were putting in a monthly payment against that, you're going to take it and put it into your next highest debt. So we're now on to the 5000 So whatever your monthly payment was, plus whatever you were putting against the $1,000, you are now putting it against the 5000 and you attack it. Yeah. And so it's you're paying Yeah, you're paying more and more and more and more over time. Exactly. So that's the Dave Ramsey method. There's more methods to that or there's more steps to that after that deal you don't want to touch your mortgage at first. You're dealing with all of your not mortgage debt at yeah, first. Yeah, cars, credit cards, personal loans, things of that nature. And then he goes on to tell you how to deal with all the other things like mortgage and saving and all that. We're not there yet. <laughs> you know, that's um. We can talk a little bit about the envelope system that he uh, he recommends. Normally, it's done with cash, but we know cash 
essentially doesn't exist anymore. The envelope system is you have these envelopes set out with labels on them. So groceries, X amount of dollars per month. You stuff that X amount of dollars into that envelope for groceries and so on and so forth. Everything else can have an envelope, but you have to stick with these envelopes. So if you have $500 in groceries, once you hit that, that, that 500 bucks during the month, you don't go to envelope for cars right. and take out money for that right, and put it in groceries. You don't do that. You have to essentially rewire your brain to set aside your pre-budgeting mm-hmm. before you spend money, you are budgeting it yep. and you cannot touch the other envelopes. Every dollar has a purpose. Exactly. So once you get out of debt, you will have a savings envelope. Yep. But we're not there yet. Obviously, but the problem with that method for us was it was all based on cash. Right. Cash is impossible. Nobody pays cash anymore. I'm not trying to go to the bank every two weeks to pull out cash to do this envelope thing. How do you do online purchases with cash? Things like that. We found that we found a solution to that, and it's called Cube. Q U B E. Good job. And it's a digital cash envelope system. It's the same exact method. They actually call them cubes, though, I guess, because Dave Ramsey would probably drop the hammer on them if they uh, <laughs> they tried to steal the envelope thing. But it's essentially a digital envelope system that you, once you get paid, you then divvy up your funds into a into a cube to give your dollars purpose. It's just like a bank account. Yeah, that's so all it is. Our paychecks are being ACH'd into what they call the cloud. Yeah, it's essentially the overarching bank account that you then funnel funds to each one of your cubes. Right. So you're pre-budgeting. You try to spend some, if you try to spend money without having it in a cube, it will literally decline it. Yep. You can't do it. Yep. It's nuts. (laughs) (laughs) But it works awesome. Yep. For us, we literally have everything into a cube. Anything that we're going to spend money on as far as bills go has its cube, has its monthly payment, and we're doing the snowball Dave Ramsey effect for it. Yes. Anything that's spending that isn't bills, monthly bills, so groceries, gas, um, eating out, we do that way too much. It still has its own cube. It still has its own cube, but that you have to actually have enough funds in there and you have to physically open it. Yeah, you have to click a button on your app before you try to spend money. So those are like in-person purchases have a separate system of cubes that you can use. Now, the bills, because bills might come out at different times and you obviously don't, you're not going to remember, oh, shit, I got to open this cube at 12 o'clock or midnight because T-Mobile's going to take my money. Yep. These cubes are, they're essentially automatic, but they still have to be funded. The bill cubes, yes. The bill cubes have to be funded. And if they they don't have enough, they will get declined. They will get declined. So you have to stay up to date and you actually have to keep an eye on your money. It's it's not like going to the store and swiping a credit card and just, eh, I'll fucking pay for it later. No, you need to do it now. Yep. You need to be mindful about it now. Yeah, so all this to say that we refinanced credit card debt. Yep. We got rid consolidated. of consolidated. We consolidated credit card debt. We've got a personal loan, so lower interest. 
and it's all in one payment. And we have officially turned off and locked our credit cards. I don't know. I know the debt's not gone. Right. It's still there, and we're still making a payment, but we know what the payment is. Yep. And we, I I just feel like the light at the end of the tunnel is opening up because now we are knowing what we're buying, and we know we have the funds for it. Yep. And we can pay off our debt, tackle it with all the force. Of our extra money. <laughs> exactly. It's just, it's a, it's almost a liberating feeling. There's such a huge weight on your shoulder when you have a lot of debt. Yes. Especially when it's credit card debt and you get that interest attached to it and you see that every single month. You're like, holy shit. Yep. That's a lot of money. It feels like you're not making a dent even when you're dropping. Yeah. You, hundreds of dollars on it. And, you, and, and it just, uh, the interest smacks you in the face every single month. Yep. But yeah, so we re- refinanced, got a personal loan, and we're working on paying off all that credit card debt through a, a personal loan, and we've locked them, and we are being much more disciplined. We we physically cannot use our credit cards anymore. Yep. They have been locked. We have removed the apps from our phone, so we cannot unlock them. We're just full steam ahead with the snowball effect. Yep. We'll get there. I think by- it takes time. Yeah. I think- Give it maybe two years and we will have completed the snowball. That's if we don't, that's if we continue to pay what we're paying now. If we get raises, I think we should dump it in. For sure. Yep. I agree. Totally off topic. I don't, I I like that kind of stuff though, because it's, it's real life and inflation and things like that didn't help. No, I meant my next topic was totally off topic. No, I like the cube in (laughs) (laughs) Ramsey discussion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do we have enough time for another topic? We do. You ready? Yeah. Did you hear about the um, double decker airplane seats? Yeah, I did. Yeah? I did. Have yes. you actually seen the picture of them? Yes. Do they look stupid to you? No. Why? Because if that remove if that gives me extra leg room, then fucking give it to me. Okay, it gives you extra leg room, but you literally have no space in front of your chest or your face. That's not true. It was big. No. Yes, it was. Okay, we'll have to look at a different picture then because I don't think you're looking at the right one. I was. I was looking at the double-decker picture in leg room. Was, it, it, the only thing I don't like is if you're on the bottom level, people up at the, the top level fart, and that air might push it right in your eyes. You were walking because around with pink eyes. Because it's so close eyes. to your face. Well, no, I don't. I didn't see it. I didn't notice it being any closer to my face than a standard airplane seat. No, it's way closer. I'll have to show you what I was looking at then, because I don't think you're looking at the right thing. But my point in this, did you also recently hear about the individual who had diarrhea on a plane so bad that it was up and down the aisles and they had to land the plane (laughs) in an emergency evacuation? Because of diarrhea. Because this person had diarrhea up and down the aisle. Imagine double-decker seats. And this person being above you. I don't... I'm confused. How do you have so much diarrhea inside of you that it goes up and down the aisle? I don't know, okay? But this does this right here is just proving the case against these double-decker airplane seats. I don't know. Have you seen the pictures of the people? Like, they'll be sitting in a seat and the lady in front of them will have their hair over their seat into their tray? Yeah. That is fucked up, man. 
I agree. They shouldn't do that. But that's hair isn't as bad to me as someone's bowel movement. No, I guess I'm more talking about it because of just the nightmare of plane travel. In general? Yeah, because people are dicks. Right. I saw one where this person was sitting behind someone and had their feet under their seat all the way to yeah, where the other person's into feet Into their were. feet, yeah. <laughs> he poured water I, on the feet. And that's valid. I guess, to an extent. But <laughs> You're getting up in people's personal space. Everybody's seat sucks on here, except mm-hmm. the business people. You know, the business class, a little bit better. <laughs> Barely. But... So don't make it worse for the other people that are sitting around you. Mm-hmm. Having your hair go over your chair and into somebody else's food tray and where their drink is sitting. Guess what? Your hair is going in my Coke. <laughs> I'm putting it in there and you're going to be pissed at me <laughs> because this is my space. I'm, oh. I have my, what? <laughs> it is. <laughs> don't pop his bubble. No, I'm serious. I know. <laughs> You have your, put your hair in your space and leave it. You're I'm, sleeping throughout the airplane flight, airplane flight, the flight anyway. That has never happened to me before, but what? if it oh, does, oh yeah. But if something like that does, I'd, I would have done the same thing and pour water on their feet or something. Mm. I would have done the exact same thing because how do you, what, I, what else do you do? You turn around and say, can you move your feet? They're going to be like, <laughs> fuck you. You know uh, what I mean? Um, They're going to get mad. So how about I just pour water on you? <laughs> Oops, my bad. It's just annoying. Oh, that was a lot. Yeah. Typical week in the United States of America. <laughs> I don't know. Always fun. Hamster wheels and pub, pub subs that I suck. I need to research more and see if he said why he was trying to do it. Why not? I, I bet you that's his answer. Exactly. To say I did. Exactly. Okay. I, I was the first person to cross the Atlantic in a hamster wheel, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I make it. Florida man. That's right. Love you. Thanks for listening to the Unholy Union podcast. For more Unholy Union content, check out our social media at Unholy Union Cast on Instagram and Twitter. We also have Facebook and TikTok. Want to support the podcast? Rock some merch. Check out our merchandise store on our site at unholyunionpodcast.com. Again, thank you for listening, and we hope to have you back next week. It's what you do with things you love.